Hi, and welcome to the SEO Podcast, Unknown Secrets of Internet Marketing. My name is Chris Burris, owner of eWeb Results. I am Charles Lewis, your client results advocate. Welcome back to another fun-filled edition of our podcast. This is podcast number 343. Yes, as usual, we do have a tip from our previous podcast, and that tip I wrote on the current podcast notes, and that tip is... Create videos of the product in use for your e-commerce websites. Look, if you got an e-commerce site and you're selling products, create videos of people using those products, uh, opening that product, uh, sharing it with friends. And so that way you get that user interaction of your product actually in use. Should see some increase in sales. Increase in sales. It's always a good thing. All right. So um, please remember, Charles and I, we're, we're here and we're broadcasting from Houston, Texas, and we are your friendly local neighborhood top, top position snatchers. And our mantra is do not be a douche. Don't be a douche. It is not a good look for you. We have a good article. Got today. a great article from Danny Goodwin and the good folks over at Search Engine Watch. He actually was the former uh, 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 editor at Watch. He's okay, actually yes. posting articles on Search Engine Journal now, but he posted this one on Search Engine Watch. It's called 10 reasons your content will fail and what you can do about it all right 10 reasons your content will, will fail. fail and what you can do about I don't it avoid it like yeah, it exactly good we will get right into that if you are in a position to and you have some sort of electronic device yeah. hey if you're if you're watching us on facebook live device like this go ahead and tag like three people you know who might be interested by the way we can see so no one's tagged yet uh, and what should they? What should they? Man, tweet be sure to uh, be, uh, um, use hashtag SEO podcast. Be sure to tag us in it if you're tweeting this um, at eWeb Results at Best SEO Podcast. That way we can follow you back and do all of our social networking stuff. Excellent. Um, so you'll notice there is no tear tattoo. Mm-hmm. Um, we did get one bad review, so we'll be talking about that here in a second. Uh, and and I don't man, I was going through the list. We lost like lost 19 followers on Twitter on one of our Twitter pages. We lost, uh, there's another one. I think that's actually a minus 17. Um, no, that's the one that got us out. So we lost one, lost 19, got 17. So Lost 19 on? On Twitter results. Mm-hmm. So the eWeb results page on Twitter. And then made it back up on Best SEO Podcast. Close to it. So I don't know. Man, I, I feel like I followed like 40 people today, seem like. Yeah? <laughs> yeah. Maybe on different platforms. Anyway, so the way we run this little competition, by the way, if this is the first time you've listened to this podcast, howdy, we're glad you're joining us. Uh, and you could have joined us on Facebook Live, so mm-hmm. go like us on Facebook so that you will get notifications when we go live. Uh, if this is the first time you've listened to this podcast, uh, we just covered that part. If you've listened before, you know what we're going to skip. Uh, and we're going to skip it, and here's how it works. If we get 10 shikos, The shikos are is our eWeb branded term for social engagement. Stands for shares, likes, and follows. If we get 10 of those on any one of our port, probably whatever, on the platforms, platforms, profiles, social profiles media pages. on the platforms, uh, and we get a review, then we don't go through the process of telling you how you could leave us a review. We got a review, we got at least 10, so we're going to skip that section. What we will do, though, is tell you how you can connect with us, because yes. you know, everyone kind of likes to connect with different people. And we like it. That's the purpose of these platforms that are so popular. And you can connect with us at places like Facebook.com slash results, Twitter.com slash results, YouTube.com slash results, Instagram.com slash results, uh, LinkedIn.com slash company slash results. All of those will take you to our uh, profile page on those platforms and you can shiko us. That three times fast. Profile page on those platforms. Mm. Yeah. Uh, hey, if you're a PHP genius or a WordPress guru, we're probably looking for you 
uh, go ahead and give us a call. Leave give an audio up. resume, 713-510-7846. If you would like a free website profit analysis. Profit you, analysis. You've never oh, heard that, of that, that before. Enough to make me turn it's, my head straight. There we profit go. Profit analysis. We're changing it up. Go ahead and get on our website, eWebResults.com. There is a big green button. Uh, and click it, and it's a, it's actually a profit analysis. Is, you used to call it a comprehensive website analysis. You know what? It still is comprehensive. Well, yeah. Don't get it twisted. It's very comprehensive analysis, but our focus is on results. And right. so when we analyze your site, it's about how you, as a business owner, how can your site make you money? How yeah. can it increase your profits? And that's what we're here to help you with. And what opportunities do you have to make more profit? Exactly. Right? Excellent. And then do we have any Algo Cat? We got some Algo Cat. It's time for the favorite segment of the program, the Algorithm, algorithm Cataclysm. cataclysm. <sighs> okay, yeah. okay, yeah, it even has some tremors hit yeah, the I think, people yeah, in live Facebook. a little bit. Yeah. Hope you guys are okay. <laughs> so so dig this. Our Algo Cat today um, is pretty big. Okay. Remember we talked about them. Penguin has now officially finished rolling up. Right. So they okay. did it. It was right. dripping on for weeks and weeks. Well, uh, Method, that's his Twitter name, at Method. We're talking about Gary Ilves, right. um, you know, um, an analyst over at Google. Well, he tweeted out the other day that Panda, I mean, Penguin has officially been rolled out, um, the fourth version of it. Right. And so people who were penalized before, you should start seeing your ranking come back, come up. back up. If you don't, then you haven't addressed those penalties correctly. You may want to go revisit your link profile. Absolutely. Algorithm Okay. Hey, so I've got, let's see, I've got a review, and then I've got some news. What do you, what do you, what do you want to do first? Um, this, in that order. All right, so the first review that we have here is, this is from Philip Van Arsdale. I actually had a conversation with Philip, and this one says, While I'm eagerly awaiting my comprehensive website analysis, which has been changed to a profit analysis, mm-hmm. uh, I, I, I am binge listening to you guys, my favorite dorks. I'm cool with that. Yeah, and then, I, I, in this case, I'll take as it. As long as it comes with a preceded yeah. by the word favorite. Favorite, yeah, exactly. <laughs> in the word of SEO, there's a lot of snake oil being sold to e-commerce companies. Never you heard guys dive into each topic and help me realize what's genuine and what are just scare tactics used by the diaper puppets spamming me with their SEO propaganda. That line is worth repeating. So, (laughs) help me realize what's genuine and what are just scare tactics used by the diaper puppets spamming me with their SEO propaganda. Diaper puppets. That's great. I'm calling somebody that. I don't know who. (laughs) Somebody's going to be a diaper puppet. It's going to be random. Hello, diaper puppet. Yeah. Uh, Thanks for doing what you do and taking us to SEO school. Enjoy your... Five stars. Review. You deserve it. And that was from Philip Van Arsdale. So punch in the face, face to you, Philip. Appreciate you tuning in. Thanks for your support. And I would love a definition of what a diaper puppet is before I start calling people. That. Yeah, yeah. We might need to clarify. We might, need to, <laughs> might just need to know before I go say it. Because it can get it can get rough really quick, right? Yeah. Um, interestingly, in college, I had a professor named Van Arsdale. That's uh, that was his last name. All right. So next is Arturo GT, and his title is not worth your time. Time and it's one only star. one star. Uh, oh, it says, "Yeah, sat through twenty minutes of nonsense for eight minutes of content, and then in parentheses, them commenting on an article? Question mark? Question mark? Question mark? And then they tried to keep me for another five minutes for something I don't know. Cut the fat. I'll circle back next month." Arturo, we really do hope you circle back next week. Yeah. Like, don't even circle back next once. Yeah, come back next week, and this time. Um, listen for the whole 30 minutes. Yeah, if you want to fast forward through the potatoes of the podcast, we're cool with that. It is an option you have, 
And the content is yeah, he good. He kind of got it backwards. He said 20 minutes yeah. of nonsense and eight, eight minutes, minutes of, of content. content. It's like eight minutes of potatoes and like, yeah. 20, because we have a th- <laughs> it's only 30, 30 minutes of podcast. <laughs> yeah. We've had a couple that were 40 recently, but still it doesn't work. Anyway, anyway punch in the face yeah. to you. Thanks for Arturo. reaching out to Appreciate us. you tuning in and giving us your insight. Hopefully you come back. Hopefully you come back. You got any punches in the face? I do got some punches in the face. This punch in the face goes to Girls Lacrosse HQ, the headquarters. Okay. She hit us up. She says, uh, at eWeb Results, have you guys ever done an article or podcast on the rank and rent model? The rank and rent model. Rank and rent. So we've Nobody. dealt with clients who've been experienced with that. We haven't never done an article. Right. Frankly, I haven't seen many articles in Search Engine Land or Search Engine Journal or Moz or right. Watch and all the other places I frequent. Um, and I just personally haven't written any content about that. But what I can tell you that depending on industry, usually service providers like plumbers and, and, and electricians yeah. and things of that nature... It, it kind of works. Yeah. You get a site, you rank it, and then they tend to lease out that contact information to the highest bidder. We'll put your phone number on this, on this site, site that's ranking well for X For these terms in your area, right? But what I haven't seen that work for is like the kind of white-collar people, our lawyers and accountants right, right. and things like that. It just hasn't really been a good look uh, from my experience. Right. Uh, so I'll keep my eyes peeled on any kind of ranking rent. I like how you put that content and see if we can find something for it. Another punch, punch in the face. In the face. Punch oh. in the face to you, girls across HQ. Appreciate you tuning in and asking that question. Got another one from Jamso. He's at Jamso Value Smart on Twitter. He says at eWeb Results at YouTube. Enjoy the knowledge, the show, and the results from your shares. Hashtag gratitude. Wow. Punch, punch in, in the, the face. face to you, dog. Appreciate it. Love us some gratitude. All right, so I got a little bit of news. Uh, this is this was a great article title. Samsung warns of exploding washing machines. That's just going to suck. Now, isn't it? So it's a great tarp. Basically, some Could of their be. machines, when they get filled with, wa- with water and like heavy water resistant or like a, 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 um, a comforter or something, they'll just start shaking a lot and it can actually be dangerous. That's how much they can shake. So they're not exploding. But the, the guy who wrote the title is just smart. Well, because it's Samsung. Cause it's I a Samsung exactly product. Right now at, a, at the S7. would be called clickbait. Yeah. It Absolute works. clickbait. We're going to talk was, about titles in a minute. And it was and it was close enough that I was like, you know what? I, all right, good. Well, it was close enough to be like, if the phones can explode, then there is a chance my washing machine, because I, I have a Samsung washer. And, and it was Samsung related. It's washer related. So I don't, you know, I, I didn't kind of view him as a douche. Um, so a really creative use of the title. Yeah. Next, insulin pumps are susceptible to hacking. Insulin pumps? Yeah, isn't that just sucky? Like That's weak? Yeah. Like, so some dude could be next to you and just, yeah. Yeah, I don't like boosting that. up your sugar. Yeah. <laughs> up you go. Uh, and then finally, I thought this. A boy in Spain ran up a $110,000 Google bill. He got confused. He got confused. He thought he was signing up for AdSense. He signed up for AdWords. AdSense pays you when people click AdWords cost you. I mean, but he had to create ads and do stuff in order to be... uh, Google Google erased it. They erased it. So they they, they believed him and, right, he's a small band and he was trying to promote his band. Or no, I guess he was trying to sell, like, he spun it some way, right? Got lucky. Because we had a client who I gave access to their AdWords. He was an AC company. 
And, you know, yeah. we had him at, you know, $300 a month. He was fine. And he went in and wanted and a little bit more wanted work. Wanted a little bit more. Turned turn on display network and along with a whole bunch of other stuff. Boom. And blew my phone up on Sunday night because he had spent $5,000 in the weekend. On Sunday. On, or, yeah, or, yeah, like on one day or something. Yeah. So he luckily he got off he with He got it. a good deal. He, you know, it worked for him. But, yeah. Well, I got some news. All right. A little bit more news. This is kind of, this is almost was Algo Cat. Right. This is almost Borderline. Algo Cat. So we're going to wait until a couple months when they finally announce it. They this will probably, yeah, this is pretty big. So within months, Google is dividing its index. Okay. That's huge. Okay. Dividing the index, giving mobile users better and fresher content. Currently, Google has a single index of documents for search. And now Google's Gary Elf, Sam guys were talking about earlier, announced a plan on releasing a separate mobile search index, which will become the primary one because they've already proven that most searches happen on mobile devices. Mm. Yeah, so so this really affects those who, let's say, don't have a responsive site or don't really have a mobile version then, yeah, you will, will not be included in that mobile index, and that could be a problem. Um, if you're responsive, your content loads well, you get a mobile, you pass the mobile-friendly test, uh, then you're, you're probably okay. Um, here, I thought this was cool. More news. In regards to AdWords, just talking to AdWords, right. Rob. AdWords is rolling out Salesforce account linking for automated conversion imports. What does all that mean? That means if you're a company and you're using Salesforce, right, maybe to manage your email campaign and to manage your customers and to manage your sales process and things like that, and let's say you're running ads on AdWords, now you can link your AdWords account with your Salesforce ID and track the whole thing from ad to click to how they converted all in Salesforce. Wow, that's pretty cool, Salesforce. And you punch. did a, you did a, you would, you did a gig. Yeah, had to get punched in the face to Salesforce, yeah. man. We went out there, debuted it live. I'll, I'll post the YouTube link. Yeah. They rented out Club Privé in Atlanta. They booked that CEO rapper. Right. Uh, we had a great time. Yeah. So punching the face to Salesforce, like Ooh. that's a power move. Like ain't yeah. no other CRMs getting that's tied into Google <laughs> Analytics. That's tied into AdWords. Yeah. That's that's pretty good. So yeah, that's my news. Very cool. All right. Well, that is the potatoes of the podcast. It is time to get into the meat. Awesome, man. So, so today's article is from Danny Goodwin. Um, he posted an article on Search Engine Watch called 10 Reasons Your Content Will Fail and What You Can Do About It. So I was like, Tim, how you know my content just going to fail like yeah, that? No, I usually write pretty good content. That's, that's kind of like when Dane <laughs> said views don't matter. Yeah, like exactly. your, your one million views Dude, of SEO rapper don't, don't matter. matter. It's like, hey, I got I'm glad my he it up because, yeah. <laughs> so, so, so he jumps in says, jump in. Number one, he says, uh, the first reason your content will fail is because uh, your headline is boring. Yeah. Straight up, your headline is boring. He says headlines are the most important element. That's the thing he t- clicked on a few minutes ago about Samsung. Yeah. He says headlines are the most important element. It's the first thing people see. You need to hook them instantly or risk losing them permanently. Ooh. He's absolutely yeah. right. At the end of the day, boring headlines do not get clicked. Like kind of lame headlines don't get clicked. You must involve a couple things in this headline to really make it valuable. One, from a ranking perspective, try to get that target keyword in there, preferably closer to the beginning of that headline. Secondly, some sort of action item that can entice the user to take that action. And thirdly, include some sort of some sort of a value add at the end of it. Even, even in his article, he said 10 reasons your content will fail and what you can do about it. He gave me 10 reasons. He told me what he was talking about, which was my content. He told me that he thinks it's going to fail. And he offered a solution, what I can do about it. All in his title. 
That's what made me click. That's what made me engage. And so when you're writing titles, consider writing a title that that won't be boring, that will entice people to take some sort of action. Set expectations for the reader. You know, he says you want to convey what the benefit is. And then, of course, um, include that keyword. Keywords are very important in titles. They always will be. Number two, two, your content. Dig this. Your content is vanilla. <laughs> I like that one. He says yeah. your content is vanilla. He says you want to make sure your content is educational, entertaining, inspiring, or informative, but there's no excuse for being boring and just sticking to the facts or having a dull, robotic tone of a poorly written textbook. He's right, man. Don't put out no vanilla content. Take some time to, to matter of fact, I added, include your opinion, right? Write it from your perspective. Spice up this content some, because it's, it's likely that you've done the research, you had the numbers, so add to it. Maybe add some personal experience to it. Tell a story, include a joke, right? Even if it's not real, the point is, the point is making this content enjoyable, making people read it and want to read it and, and actually finish reading it and not scanning and then bouncing, right? You want to make sure that this content speaks to the pain that they're, that they're going through when they find this content. And more importantly, you want it to be memorable. People don't remember boring stuff. Yeah. They forget it as quickly as possible. But a piece of content you read that impacted you, that entertained you, that made you laugh, guess what you'll do with it? You'll share it. You'll like it. You'll remember it. You'll follow it. Yeah. Make sure your content is not vanilla. Three. Number three, you make your content too hard to share. Yeah. How many people do that? Make their content too hard to share. Well, you know what? We don't really know because we can't find it. <laughs> <laughs> so he goes on to say, reduce friction for your users. Put the share buttons right on your website. Duh. Right? Like at the end of the day, if you're spending all this time writing posts and writing blog articles and things like that, and you want them to be shared, liked, and followed, right. then you must include some sort of some sort of a social sharing options with that post, preferably at the bottom of the post. Yeah. Now here now don't do this. And I see this mistake all the time. Right. Don't 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 overcrowd your your, your page. With social icons, right. right, where you have, you know, uh, followers, icons at the top, YouTube, Facebook, Instagram, and all of that kind of stuff. Right. And then in Twitter, then you got followers, icons at the bottom in your footer. Then you got some, like, little floating hover thing on the side that's scrolling with you. And then at the bottom of the post, you got sharing icons. And at the top of the post, you got sharing icons. Just way too much social iconage. That's a word <laughs> going on. Clearly in. it is. <laughs> yeah. And, and, and keep it simple. Keep it simple. Go with the ones right at the end of the post that had the most action because you want people to share them. You make it make your content really easy to share. Number four. Four. He says uh, you fail to properly promote your content. Right. This is ten, these are ten reasons why why your content will fail. Number four is you fail to properly promote it. Promote it. Yeah. He says, for example, one tweet on Twitter is not enough. Have you tried mm. pushing out a new tweet for the same piece of content? Maybe with different copy every three hours to reach people in different time zones. Yep. Great tip. How about a, a lunch tip, a breakfast tip, and a dinner and a dinner tweet? Yep. Right. And then you take those same things and repurpose that on Facebook. Facebook three or four times is probably really good. On Twitter, you could probably go every. early breakfast, late breakfast, early yeah. lunch, late lunch. You could probably get twenty. You know, tweets in a day to the every, same content. Every 20 minutes, I think. Yep. And, yeah. and that's perfectly fine on Twitter because consider the more followers you have, the more people that follow you, then the, ironically, 
the less probably more people <laughs> exactly and then there's gonna be like if you look at a news feed on on twitter it's this is moving and going it's, right? and it's always this it never stops and so the only way to get that tweet in front of me who's following like five thousand people you better tweet it more than once if you want me to you see it tweet it when he's looking and if you don't have some sort of spy something on his phone you don't know don't what know. that is and so you just tweet it more than once. Yep. And I would encourage you not to just tweet it. That's the example he used here. But but if you're tweeting it every 20 minutes, like I said, post it on Facebook three or four times a day. Yes. Create you a meme and post it on Instagram and put the link in the bio. Use that same meme and pin it with the link there. Make sure it's on LinkedIn. Yeah, I'm telling you, if you have pictures in there, create a slideshow. Upload that to SlideShare with a link back to the post. The, the key here is sharing it. And don't, don't, don't forget... The kind of standard sharing things like Reddit and Digging and places like that. Um, you just have to get that content out there. Yeah. And as a matter of fact, you may even want to uh, encourage your personal network to help share your content. Absolutely. Reach out to people directly. If they, if they, you know them, you know that they're interested in your, in your content, they've subscribed to your email already, email it out and then ask them to share it. Yeah. Because if they engage with you, if they rock with you, uh, like y'all rock with us, then, then, then you probably share it for you. You get some momentum. You get some momentum. And that's all it takes is that momentum to kind of get the ball rolling. Yep. Number five. Five. Nobody knows your brand. And this is a big one right here because yep. I see a lot of companies who they'll even optimize their sites with their company name first. And they had their company name everywhere. They had their logo everywhere. And at the end of the day, nobody knows your company or your logo. And frankly, they don't care. They're more interested in your service or the product you provide. And so you really should focus on the service or the product, not necessarily your brand. Yeah. Unless, unless you're a big brand company. You're Pepsi, you're, you know, Nike, one of these other big brands. And your brand has already built that momentum yeah. and can do the selling for you. But if you haven't, then focus on your service. Matter of fact, he says, if you're a new brand, you're at a big disadvantage. In addition to creating great content consistently, you must also grow your audience. And that's what he's talking about. Work hard to grow You got to work yeah. hard, man. And, and, and you won't, they won't grow by focusing on your brand. They will grow by focusing on high-level content about your product or service. Right. So consider using display ads for remarketing to help grow that brand or, or running so paid social ads like sponsored posts and boosted posts and sponsored IG posts and things like that. Those will work. How about team up with some other brands that may be slightly bigger than you, right? Supply some content on their site, get the brand recognition from that, and then you can begin to grow. But you must help people recognize your brand. Number six. Six. Your content is ugly. <laughs> straight up your content is ugly matter of fact he says many web pages are simply ugly just long blocks of text ick he says break up your text and make it look pretty come on son yeah like that's the obvious not only break it up and make it look pretty let's go with some high quality images let's go with some kind of short paragraph two to three sentences easy to read we were talking about this earlier at our lunch you know, back in the days, everyone was writing these long, complex, 32-word sentences. But studies show now that sentences are about 16 words or less. And so stick to the script and follow those rules. Use short paragraphs, great images, nice spacing is things that I tend to not see done well all the yeah. time. Words is, is, well, there's not a lot of words, not a lot of content, but the spacing's bad, so it still looks like a lot of content. Um, so, so address your spacing, address how the look and feel is. And at the end of the day, 
um, uh, we call it a drop test, right? Yeah. Would you pass by it? Would, would you stop and look at it? Or would yeah, you just I always leave it there? Like in the old days of a brochure, which you can still get a brochure, yeah, ironically. if you put it on the ground, why would you pick it up? Right? That's what we call the drop test. Why would you pick it? There's what's engaging, what's attractive about it, etc. Yeah, so present your content in a way so that when people see it, they pass by, they come across their Twitter feed, their Facebook timeline, their email, or wherever it hit them at, that uh, it makes them want to engage and actually look at it. Awesome. That was number six. Six. Number seven. Hey, Dane joined us. So. Yeah, I see Dane. Dane. Dane, appreciate you tuning in. We're getting no. battery power for the phone so that it does not... Number seven. Seven. Your content is too promotional. Too promotional. Too promotional. Yeah, we kind of get some complaints I about that a little we bit. we call that douchey. Douchey, yeah. a little bit. And so what he says, content that is designed simply to promote your brand won't perform oh, well. People will see right through it and be turned off by it. Create content that helps your audience. Create content that answers questions or provides helpful information. So... I think it's okay to promote. Yeah. Like we just spent the first eight okay. minutes yeah. promoting, but yeah. we do that because we're about to give you 22 minutes of meat and yeah. great content. Eight, not 22, right? Yeah. It's eight minutes of promotion. <laughs> it's not even promotion because we got algorithm cataclysm. We've got you know reviews yeah, news of people and engaging questions with us. about yeah. you know rent and and, right. and and rank and all that kind of stuff. But um, but yeah, if you're writing promotional content, yeah, don't be a douche. Make sure you include some value with that content, some yeah. value that the people can actually extract and use, regardless of the promotion, yeah. right? If your promotion is tied to the content, then that kind of sucks. I, Everything we're sharing with you now, you can take and run, and we'll get nothing for it, yeah. <laughs> right? And Absolutely. So, Just accomplishing our mission. Exactly. Um, so I'm helping a thousand, a hundred million, what's our business? Is, million so, businesses grow. Million businesses grow. So... Um, What's interesting is that, yeah, in terms of, you know, here are things that will cause your content to fail. That's absolutely right. Yeah. If it's, it's too, too promotional, promotion. it yeah. would definitely, yeah, yeah. He says 10 reasons why your content will fail and what you can do about it. Yeah. Number seven was your content is too promotional. Yeah. Fix that. All right. Number eight. Eight. He says your content fails to spark an emotional response. Ooh, yeah. David, pro tip right there. Great, great one. Your yeah. content fails to spark an emotional response. reason that's important is because everyone in sales knows that emotion drives sales. Yeah. Right? Whether it's fear of missing out or, or fear of, 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 of whatever it is. Joy of what could happen exactly. in the future. Yeah. Like emotion drives sales. He goes on to say a great emotional response goes beyond the headline. Your content must also make readers feel something, whether it's happiness, sadness, anger, surprise, fear, or disgust. He's right. Yeah. At the end of the day, make your users laugh. Make them cry. Uh, make them angry. This will cause you to get psychos. Right. Like, you will get shares, likes, and follows if emotion is involved right. with your content. I mean, just consider the content you shared recently. Right. Consider the post you shared recently that you retweeted. It made you laugh. It made you cry, it made right. you upset, it made you frustrated. It made you feel a Something. certain kind of way, yep. and therefore you took an action. And so consider that when writing your content. Better yet, consider the people who may be reading that content, right. like your peers or, or, or better yet, potential clients, right? What emotion drives them to take an action? Right. Include that kind of emotion in your content, weave it in the words you're writing, so that way they can feel that emotion and, take, and make contact with you. Yep. Take advantage. Number nine. Nine. Poor grammar and spelling. <laughs> I know he's talking Ooh. 10 reasons your content will fail. Man, no. and if your audience is like any sort of English majors or something. Hey, look, and we, I, I can speak to this, and, and I don't even mind sharing this with y'all. We had a client right now who we, we um, so 
we got different packages, right? right? And one of our lower packages comes with a lower quality content. Right. kind of is what it is. Right. Um, but, so the client who's on that package was a journalistic major. <laughs> so, <laughs> so she got this lower quality content. She, I think she vomited a little. Like she vomited a little <laughs> yeah. when she was reading. And so, so you, and we had to go in and, of course, you know, upgrade and make some changes. But right. the point is, the point is, poor grammar and spelling can definitely have a a, a negative effect on how your content is perceived. Matter of fact, he says nothing is worse than clicking an article and seeing a typo in the first sentence. Oh. A small error can turn a great piece of content into worthless content. He's absolutely right, because as soon as I see a misspelling, yeah. you know, grammar I'm kind of okay with, because right. usually it's okay, it's just subjective, right, right? that I want to use, you know, uh, a, a contraction or, do, or both yeah, words, right? It's just X, Y, Z. Yeah, yeah, it's just more, grammar is kind of more subjective, um, unless it's like run-on sentences and stuff. But misspellings, though, ooh, misspellings yeah. are not a good look. They make it look like you didn't care, make it like you didn't put in any effort. Right. More importantly... You they, made it look like I wrote it. <laughs> yeah, his spelling is horrible. <laughs> <laughs> like, really, really horrible. <laughs> I like forward. Nope, that's not it. Try, try it again. Oh, there we go. That's good. <laughs> well, well the, the, the negative impact it really has is that how, however great your article may be, however much time and resources you spent on gathering and doing the research and creating those images Effort, yeah. and shooting all that video, as soon as I see the misspelling, all of that is no more valuable because right. now I don't believe any of it. Yeah. Now I don't. I feel like you treated all of that with the same effort you treated this word right here, which was not much. Yeah. Take the time to read, reread, and then somebody, and else, somebody read. else read, and maybe <laughs> somebody post. else read. Yeah. And then even after you post it, share it with your inner circle first. Yeah. Because they'll be the ones to likely catch said error and let you know instead of just reading it and not saying nothing. Yeah. Last one. Give it to the, your friend who's the journalist major. Exactly. Yeah. Give it to the friend who you know don't like you. They'll be glad to tell you <laughs> where you messed up at. You know, <laughs> I'm very happy to let you know. Like, yeah, you messed up. Mistakes. <laughs> I actually printed it, put it on red, so wrote it up, marked it up with red, and then faxed it to you. Yeah, I mean, scanned it and emailed it to you. Yeah, but let uh, get some other eyes on your content. All right. Last one, number ten. Ten. He says you you don't have a strategy, right? And he's yeah. talking about the ten reasons your content will fail because you don't have a strategy. He says, make sure you know who your target reader is, I was just saying that, and what you want them to do after they read your content. Yeah, so he's not talking about necessarily a posting strategy. He's talking about a content strategy, like the strategy behind what you wrote and why you wrote it. Yeah. Right? He wants you to understand. What you're trying to accomplish. Exactly. Who are your readers? Are your readers, you know, um, seekers, people who just searching for information? Or are they, or he says, are they joiners, people who may, you know, be loyal to you, join your newsletter? He says, are they sharers, people who will definitely cycle your content? Right. Or they could be buyers, right? People who are looking to purchase. I'm going to add this to it, which you didn't have on the list your 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 readers could be haters oh yeah <laughs> real talk just people who don't like you but they track you right um competitor right all yeah. your competitors call them haters for this purpose here right. and i guarantee you they're on your remarketing Some list of them are that, following you, yeah, i guarantee you they subscribe to your newsletter i guarantee you they follow you on all your social channels i do with our competitors yeah. and most competitors do that's how you kind of stay active on the competitive landscape right. and so you want to make sure that you have a strategy even for them, right, in that content. Because at the end of the day, we've had competitors, A, send us referrals, or B, their clients come to us because of said issue. Yeah. And so you want to make sure that your content kind of speaks to that also. So, so keep that strategy in mind when writing your content. Who's reading it, what they're going to do with it, and more importantly, what you want them to do with it. And then get that in the content. Yep. Dude, 
So that was uh, 10 reasons your content will fail and what you can do about it from Danny Goodwin and the good folks over at Search Engine Watch. Great article. We'll post this a little later. Danny Goodwin. All right. Excellent. Do we have any what news? I don't have no what news. We don't have any I what have news. no what news, sir. All right. So let's see. Um, for of customers. Uh, first, we'd like to just kind of touch in. We you know, got a couple of people following us on Facebook Live right now. Uh, if you enjoyed this podcast, if you get anything out of this podcast, uh, please find a place and write a review and also share it with free, three friends. Right, right now. Go ahead. You just, can do just, it right now. Just like connect on Facebook and then find any random picture and then tag three people in that uh, in that post, in that yep. comment that you might like. He gave you an extra step. Find a random picture. I'm going to just ask you to hit the share icon, tag three of your friends, and then hit post. Yep. That'll be if you, if you, you know, that's how you do that. If you're watching on like YouTube right now, share that video, tag three people, hit post. Copy that link. Paste it in Twitter. Tweet it to three people. Right. However you want to do it, we're just looking for three types of social and engagement. Most of your podcast apps have a way to click share and exactly. get it over to a couple people. Um, so we really appreciate that. Thank you so hey, much. Hey, if you're looking to grow your business with the largest, simplest marketing tool on the planet. The internet. Please reach out to eWeb Results for increased revenue in your business. Our phone number is 713-592-6724. If you have a referral that's somebody who's interested in internet marketing services, uh, from some starting a website all the way through, I don't know what the end is, right? Like, yes, there the is end no social end. media. No, you know, so <laughs> right? yeah, dude, just from from starting or building a website to uh, email marketing, social media marketing, search engine optimization, pay per click management, um, any any of those things where where it regards advertising and promotion in a digital landscape. Hit us up. Send send them to us. When they pay their bill, we pay you. We got a referral program in place. I am still. You know, this is going to continue. I am doing, and this it's actually getting excited. We'll pro- yeah. promote this today. So uh, I, I'm kind of co-founding uh, Up Social Network, which is a networking organization here in Houston. We broadcast live. Up stands for Unleashing the Potential of Your Social Network. It's phenomenal. And we're going to go for a Guinness Book of World Records. Hey, this is big right here. Yeah. Like, tune in. Yeah. We might need your help. 24 hours on air, 300 interviews, Guinness on site. Man, stay connected with us. We'll be, we'll be talking more about that. We're going we're gonna to need your help actually promoting our Kickstarter campaign, which we'll have available next week. Uh, I'm excited. I yeah, mean, that's, that's good news. Be, I think we can do it. You know, yeah. um, it, I think it's going to be interesting. Uh, I'm looking forward to the challenge. It's going to be very good. Um, all right. So, in, finally, we have... Uh, oh, we've got... A, I'm working on... It's, it's almost wrapped up. It's a social media education package. Mm. So, this is an mo- online system. It's monthly. Um, it's in the price range of about a $300 a month. Uh, and you get access to this great social media content. Uh, I'm doing kind of the final review of that content now. That'll be coming to you soon. So, Charles, one of the components of why your content will fail is because you didn't get it out there. Yeah, didn't promote it. That was number seven. Yeah, so if you want to be able to get it out there, you've got to have solid social media accounts, solid social media engagement, and this Mm -hmm. teaches you how to do that step by step. Uh, It's pretty awesome. Uh, We're going to have that soon, so stay tuned. And finally, uh, please remember we're filmed live here at 5999 West 34th Street, Suite 106, Houston, Texas, 77092. You can get the audio, the video, and transcripts of this podcast on our website. eWorldResults.com. Yes. 
And uh, and we want to thank you before yeah. we before Appreciate we sign it. off. Yeah, we want to thank you. You guys have made us the most popular internet marketing podcast on iTunes in the known universe. On whatever. iTunes, man, we're shooting at Stitcher. I want to just give a punch in the face to, to all of the people who blogging, who seem like every month we get somebody else as our podcast to some top list of podcasts right. you need to listen to. So thank you for that support. Thank and you. look here, authors, any authors right now, uh, man, hit us up on Twitter. You got articles you want reviewed, want us right. to look at. Um, uh, yeah, hit us up. Excellent. And uh, I think that wraps it up. Yeah. Until the next podcast, this is Chuck and Chris. I'm really appreciating you. Uh, until next time, I'm Chris Burris. Charles Lewis. Bye-bye for now. Slightly raised up eyebrow, highbrow. Tamely, gamely, headed my way. Cool as mountain snow, girl, glow, girl. Pining, shining, needing some play. Where have you been all my life? Balance check, balance check, three, four, three. Mike check, uh. one, two, uh, SEO podcast, three, forty, three. It's the SEO rapper, yeah, you heard of me. I hope you're tuning in today. We talking content, 10 tips, and what to do about it. Yeah, let's go. SEO podcast, three, forty, three. Boom.